Brandon Thompson, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. <laughs> Isn't technology fantastic? It, it most certainly is. <laughs> Here we are, just like being in your beautiful studio in St. Pete, except yeah. we're not. <laughs> no, no this, is, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Good. I love introducing people to Anchor FM, which was recently bought out by um, Spotify. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Super cool. So, um, sorry we couldn't get together today. My podcast, um, if you listen to any uh, after this one today, uh, you will hear that they are all straight up honest, unedited, don't give a shit, like a real conversation. Uh, that sounds just like you, so I'm not. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad people know how absolutely 100% transformationally authentic I am at all times. Yes. Good. Yeah. I loved our um, our last meeting, and like I could not wait to talk to you today because it's like therapy for me. No, it was a it was a great show. Uh, it was a great show. A lot of chemistry, and you know, it's just always it, it's it's unfortunate that you know. Uh, people like us, I was having a conversation with a couple yesterday, uh, people like us that are, are in this um, weird sort of world uh, that not understand each other and see the positive in it. We unfortunately have had to go through some, you know, some crazy shit in our lives to, to actually get on people's level to talk to them like this. So, yeah. Yes, it is. Um, well, listen, you guys are making a big difference. And um, if you only knew how many times I have mentioned um, you and Jerry, you would be, you'd be very surprised. So I have a few things I want to, I want to framework this for the audience that's listening because, you know, me and you could probably just talk, right. And yeah, pretend yeah. nobody's <laughs> there. Yeah. So let's give some value to the audience. I want to give a, a little framework of who Brandon Thompson is, what a place for my head is, um, and how I stumbled upon you. Yeah. Okay? I don't so, think I know this, do I? Probably not. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. There's probably going to be a few things we both don't know about each other. That's why I love doing podcasts. Yeah. So um, I was, I made a decision after I wrote the book that I was going to continue talking about it and being as vulnerable as possible. Definitely more vulnerable even since that January 1st thing happened. And I wanted to have conversations with with real people, like I work in the medical field, right? So I work with professionals, I work with doctors. I, I left an alternative psychiatrist just yesterday afternoon. So I really know what's going on on the inside and the outside. And my, my first like real conversation on a podcast that wasn't mine about my book, I wanted it to be, well, I was thrilled to find that it was two men. That's number one. <laughs> like, this is not what I expected. I don't know. I could that, be that so happy landing it with me and Jerry. <laughs> oh, I was so happy. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Two men that are willing to be vulnerable and open up and talk about their lives to help somebody else. Like that's that's everything to me. That's what it should be. Um, I think that we learn a lot from each other by sharing our stories. And the more vulnerable we become the more other people step out of their comfort zone and then their lives transform, right? Yeah. So I loved your artwork. I know that you've gotten some shit for your logo. I've read all about it. I know everything. Mm -hmm. uh, once I go down a rabbit hole, like 
um, at the bottom. There's a lot of things <laughs> I know. You have a beautiful daughter. Your wife is like incredible. I don't even know what she looks like, but I'm sure she is half of the reason that you are as evolved as you are today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's my step, my rock. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And, um, and I think that when we are surrounded by people that give us an opportunity to be who we are, we really thrive, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and we're hard to come by. <laughs> <laughs> we're hard to come by. Or maybe yeah. we're not hard to come by. It's just that once we put it out there, people start finding us. So I'll tell you a few things that I know, and then I want you all to be able to hear from Brandon, because anybody that knows me knows that I could talk my ass off. <laughs> so um, Brandon has just incredible graphics. Um, that's the first thing I was attracted to. I was like, because I have a media company and I love uh, beautiful photography and I love, I love creativity. And I was like, wow, what is this? And who is this guy? And how did, what is happening here? And they're talking about depression and anxiety and who's this dude? And what do you mean he's like in sports and how, what in St. Pete? Okay, yeah, sure, this is perfect. And then um, when I showed up, it was great because you two were so real and um, so authentic. And I've never edited a podcast that I've ever done, <laughs> right? <laughs> never. Don't ever plan on it. Whatever happens, happens. Because um, I think once we are more real with each other, we really do. We start to grow. And, um, and I'm so thrilled that you're talking about it because more men, oof, more men need yep. to speak out. Yep. So there's just a little framework. I want you to be able to tell everybody about how you started writing these blogs which I'm going to submit a blog and I hope I get approved. Oh yeah. No, I think you'll be fine. I hope so. I only have, I only have like three basic rules. I don't, I don't even know if it's three. It could be just, I could just call it a few, but um, I read through all of them. Um, uh, and I make sure that none of, none of the, the poems, the short stories, the blogs, whatever they are, they're just writing submissions. It doesn't, you don't have to name it. But uh, I, I don't support, um, you know, any type of alcohol abuse, uh, mm -hmm. drug abuse or harm, self-harm. As long as there's nothing of support in that nature in the, in the storytelling, uh, it's usually good to go. Kind of like. Good. You know, just... yeah, I, I might make that one. 25 years sober. Um, <laughs> don't I don't promote it because I don't do it anymore. There you and, go. Um, yeah, I'm all about wellness. So I, I might have a shot. Well, good. So you decided to write this, this first blog and put it out there. I've already read it. I already know. Um, but why don't you just share with the audience what prompted you to do it? Um, like just the birth of the site and... Yep. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, I already know. Like, I know that you were on GoDaddy. You were trying to find something. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. believe that it was available. And then boom. So the best thing about you delaying this podcast today... <laughs> I've listened to everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is good. Good, good. So good. you find you know that it's available and you're like, boom. Oh yeah. So let's take it from there. So just well, actually I'll take it a little bit before that. Um, you know, uh, anxiety is a motherfucker. And I'll just yeah. say that I'll just say that right out of the gate. And I battled it really, really bad i mean badly um mm -hmm. to the point where i would get panic attacks so bad um uh I, my body would lock up yeah. and, and uh i just i'd be i'd be cold to the touch but i'd be sweating buckets 
and I felt paralyzed. It's it was one of the, it's the scariest thing to experience for me, let alone let it be my wife or you know someone else, a friend that I was with when it happens. It tends to always happen at home or like whatever. Uh, it's never happened in public. Of course, I freak out. Everybody has panic attacks when they're out in the uh, you know social anxiety world. But uh, this is a little bit different. But it all kind of it all kind of stems from uh, a bunch of childhood stuff, um, and mm -hmm. me me touring actually with bands uh, when I was tour managing bands uh, around the world. Uh, it was a it was a rough life, and I had a manager that was uh, not a very kind person. Um, yeah. And uh, you know people think that life on the road is just a big old party and everybody's having fun at every given second of the day. It's really, that's really not the case. You know, I tell people all the time that it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it, it was like probably the best job I've ever had and the worst all at the same time, just because I got to experience some things that, you know, a lot of people couldn't even pay to, to experience. And, and the family that, that, uh, grew from those experiences that I have to this day that I talk to every single day. Um, mm. You know, I love them to death. And, and that's, that's the good that came from it. The bad was, um, you know, finally experiencing um, what abuse really is. Mm. Uh, you know, I was verbally abused and, and mind fucked as a child, if you will. But mm. this was like, this was like explosive. We're going to, I'm going to make you feel like the biggest piece of shit you're, you know, you're ever going to feel like in your entire life. I would, mm. I would, I, you know, I traveled everywhere. I was on a bus with 11 other guys, not counting the driver, if he was cool or not. Nine times out of 10, they were pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. And I would literally have such horrible experiences. I mean, dog fights with the manager of the band and just, he just made you feel like the biggest POS, man. It sucked. I would take, on on on, on tour, gaff tape is like one of the number one necessities to have and Sharpies. And so they're always mm -hmm. attached to me at, at any given moment. I would literally write my, I would write notes to myself of how angry I was and, and how, and what I was going to do about it. And I would tape it to the top of my bunk. Yeah. So you wouldn't I, forget. So I wouldn't forget. And I, I wanted to find my, you know, because everybody gets really heated and pissed off in the moment and emotions are high, adrenaline's right. running, all that shit. You're ready to put your fist through a fucking window. That's mm -hmm. how I was when I would go to sleep on tour. And I would make sure that I remembered how fucking enraged I was when I woke up so I could go ahead and do something about it. And I literally would wake up in the morning, read it and be like, fuck, I have to get off this bus, shred this so that so-and-so manager who will remain nameless um mm. uh won't be able to see it won't be able to pick up the pieces and put it together so there's a there's a rage that turned into fear mm. um just over over a night's sleep so i would get so frustrated when i was you know off tour um whenever you're on tour you just want to be home and when you're off tour you kind of get restless and you want to be back on the road so it's just really not healthy and right. I would get frustrated and I never, I didn't have a, I didn't have really an outlet, an outlet right. To, yeah. to, to mm -hmm. really get what was in my head, just fucking out of my head. I just wanted it out. I, I tried putting it on paper and I started doing that for a while, you know, and that worked a little bit. Um, and I stopped doing it for a while. And then I came back to it and then I started like really, really writing really dark, 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 dark shit. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, I think I posted the first like 
the first like dark, dark, dark thing that I wrote about, uh, you know, just all sorts of depression. And a lot of people that read it um, took it the way I knew they would take it. And it was, oh, my God, someone go find him and see if he's OK. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, the name of the blog slips my mind right now, but it's like beating, uh, addressing the demons or something like that. It's on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you did still- a podcast with the name of it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I still have the sheet of, pa- the sheet of paper I wrote that on. Yeah. Um, and it, and it keeping looks, all of it, right? Yeah. And it looks disturbing because it's, it's very, <laughs> you know, scratchy and pissed off and all that stuff. But, you know, it talks about bipolar disorder and, you know, just all kinds of different ranges of, of mental health mess, which, you know, mine was personally anxiety. Um, with a little bit of depression, I could say, but, um, but, uh, you know, all those things that I listed on that, in that, in that, uh, entry were, were things that I've dealt with, uh, whether it be, you know, that's narcissistic asshole manager that was on the road with us every day or family members that are bipolar and crazy and just all over the place, you know, so whatever. So back to getting closer to the go daddy moment. Um, we know that I work with bands and I talk with them a lot and, um, I had been starting to put some of my, like starting to get a little bit more um, detailed in my writings on, you know, Facebook, just mm-hmm. throwing things out there. Cause I could on Facebook a little bit. Um, but then I was like, you know, I tried to take what I had written there and put it like on the other social media platforms. And I was hindered by fucking character, you know, limits. You know? <laughs> like, so yeah. what the fuck do I do? I need to do something. Like I can't, I, I write lengthy, thoroughly, and in depth, and emotionally, and like I can't. I don't want to be restricted by anything. You must have really wrote a lot because I get restricted most on LinkedIn, um, and they let me write a lot. And Facebook, I don't think I've ever been cut off on Facebook. So good for Facebook, you. Facebook, Facebook is the only. That's what was bothering me. It was the only place yeah. that I could, I could um, actually get my full whatever that my rant out of me on Facebook. Right. But, Facebook to me is just not sometimes it's just not as authentic as where I wanted it, it to be. And I typically use mine for my personal one for uh for family. It's just, well it's not it's not Facebook, it's people. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, good. So, um so you know, I'm working with the band, I'm working um with you know, a, a group of friends and, and I like I told you I hopped on or called GoDaddy because I was trying to get their their name uh, back and uh, um, a place for my head entered, entered my head at the moment and I just asked them and it happened to be available. So I bought it right there on the spot and it couldn't have been more fitting for what wow. the situation was because everything that was great. in my head, I wanted to get it out of my head and um, a place for my head was, was pretty much born at that point. And the, 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 the craziness of it uh, to me... Uh, which was humbling and and mind blowing at the same time was we've only been talking about me this entire conversation right so I did this for me I found mm-hmm. an outlet for myself to put my stuff out there I designed mm-hmm. it for me that's what the intent was sure where the magic happened where the oh holy shit moment happened was uh, friends started to ask me about it and other people started you know messaging me about it and whatnot and. Uh, you know, someone was like, you know, can I write one or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. It, so it turned into, it did, it did a complete 180. And it was, it was not about me anymore. It was about everybody that needed a platform 
um, to push their their creativeness out, an outlet um, for them. Uh, if if someone was as frustrated or if not more than me, could send me what they had, and I could I could you know clean it up and and you know give it a face and you know put a picture to it. Uh, to the mood if they didn't have one already, you know, and just... So are you choosing all the graphic? Like, if somebody sends one to you and they send you a graphic and you're like, I could definitely do a little better than that, then you take it or some of them you keep authentic to the author? Oh, I keep authentic. If they, I, I, I always ask. I'm like, do, right. you, oh, do cool. you have something that you can go with it? If not, I mm -hmm. will find something um and either doctor it up or, or or find something that's like perfect um that best represents what i see in the writing and it's 50 50 i got sure. i got one person um this this guy goes by sam i am and he's awesome i mean we we talk all the time and it's been almost a year since i've met, met him online and you know uh, mm -hmm. we connect via the, those emotions and stuff like that and he's actually working on a couple of projects for me right now um, That's great. Is would, he in the state of Florida? Uh, he is in Arizona, I think, right I love now. It. Yeah, yeah, he bounces around. Um, <laughs> I have so many different people that are all over the place that I, you know, I just I recognize him by a, a handle. Honestly, it's yeah. crazy. But uh, did um, he come on your show? Did he come on your podcast? I've been trying to get him on. He hasn't come oh, okay. yet, but he will. He will. Oh, definitely. cool. He's. I mean. Yeah. He's he's super talented and he writes so well. It's so it's 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 they're fun to read. They're fun to read. Um, I love it. So you know, again, like it it, it started out a, a place from actual at my actual head to get shit out of my head, um, mm -hmm. and it turned into helping other people because you know if, if somebody's a really good writer, maybe they don't know how to you know, they don't have the luxury of having a laptop to jump on Facebook all the mm -hmm. time, you know, because you're not going to write something like that on your phone. It's possible, but it's very difficult to yeah. put it on the app. And then, you know, nobody, I'm not going to say nobody, but like some people, you know, don't know how to build a website, pay for it monthly, mm -hmm. uh, graphically design it from, from, you know, head to toe, top to bottom. Um, sure. So, and then creating these uh, personal URLs from my site for them to share wherever they want. They're never going to be hindered by the, um, by the character limits, you know, because it, it'll go right back to my site and they can read it on the site and it's their URL to use. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, I really give you a lot of credit for taking the risk and doing that. And I think it just goes to the point of when we decide, like, I don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then make the step towards it without really having any expectations of what would happen yeah. is when the great really does happen. Mm -hmm. So I think it's wonderful. So, and then you and Jerry met, um, you used to work together. Is that right? And then you reconnected and started talking and you were like, I I'm saying this because I want you to know how much I know. Hold up. <laughs> and then there was very ironic. I didn't know this part about, and I want to be able to tell you the story of how I felt when Chester um, died by suicide and, um, and how that really affected you and how it really affected me. It's a great story to it. Uh, that's really the catapult, which is very um, ironic when I was listening to um, a few of the podcasts before that you guys did. I was like, I wonder how, I, 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 there's so many things I love. I love how you guys were just like, fuck it, we're just gonna do it. We don't really have a plan, because that's so me. 
I, have no, I never have a plan. I'm just like, this feels right. I think yeah. we should do it because we can, we can help people or I can help people um, show them how to be a little more uh, vulnerable about what they're going through, especially when it comes to mental health. So you and Jerry reconnected and then I know he's been in radio for a while. So he said, let's, uh, let's do this. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, well, it, the play, it's it's how all my new new connections or anything related to the site sort of happened. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so basically, uh, I have like fifteen plus years in radio. He's mm -hmm. the same, if not more. We worked together uh, when Clear Channel was Clear Channel, even when it was mm -hmm. iHeart. And even though we didn't work directly with each other, you know, we were always in the building with each other. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, I left radio to go tour and then came back and did TV and stuff. Um, and he just messaged me like anybody else does. It starts to stumble upon my weirdness. That is a place for my head <laughs> and mm -hmm. messaged me and was, you know, kind of like, I really want to talk to you about this. I have an idea. And he's like, my company is all podcasting. And he goes, but this is going to be a little bit different because this is going to be me. Um, and I'd like to talk to you about it. And I was like. And had um, over a beer and had an honest conversation. And we just immediately knew it was a perfect fit. And, you know, we knew that we were two dudes that have gone through some crazy stuff together. And, you know, and wanted to just get it out there and be transparent with people and let other guys know, hey, look, it's okay to feel like shit. It's okay <laughs> to feel depressed. You're allowed to be sad. That doesn't make you, that doesn't take your man card away or anything. That's what wives are for, not the other stuff. So like, and it was just, it was just a, a magical thing. And like, and, and it's all been through the site. The site has done all of its work on its own. And I never thought in a million years that that would happen. Well, I'm taking your man card away again because your aunt called. Yeah. Okay. So we started the show with how amazing technology is until you realize that everything in your car, truck, home, <laughs> office, everything is linked to one spot only. It's hard not to get interrupted when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I've had to learn after making many mistakes. I've been on the phone with interventional pain management doctors in Houston and, you know, like my mommy called and, um, you know, I learned about this wonderful thing. It's called do not disturb. And i always forget to tell everybody, but ah. it's the only reason I haven't been interrupted ah. when we hung up, I got, you know, three text messages came through. I warn everybody in my life. I'm like, I will kill you. I'm recording a podcast if you call me. <laughs> so, you know, for future reference, it doesn't matter because we pick it up right where we left off. Yeah, I'll have to use that. Uh, I'll have to use that function now that I know about it. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, and I never know where we left off. So we're just going to uh, keep going. Well, I know we were keep talking about um, how oh, you know, Jerry and I got. Uh, yes, 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 Jerry. Got, uh, got, oh, I love Jerry. Yeah, it's back up. And I mean, <clears throat> it's just when you have chemistry with someone mm -hmm. and you relate and you mm -hmm. can just. You can just, you know, like he and I, I, we have two totally different stories, 
but there's yeah. so there's so many different similarities to all of it that mm-hmm. we we just understand each other we get it when we start talking you know he gets <laughs> i he never he's never really open about it when but i know he gets mad at me because <laughs> he of course he's like you know he's like the, the the radio guy that i was the radio guy that was doing promotions and marketing so i was part of the the events and the party aspect of it and all that kind of stuff and he was you know always behind a mic on a show producing doing this that, and the other so i am a wing it person really i am yes and i want to get in yes. my head um i can talk about it forever he yeah. has to be he's gotta have so much show prep and um and he needs to like you know oh, i saw it with the day that you recorded me like uh so i'm a wing it girl but i also do pr marketing you know events everything and i could see on jerry's face that he was panicked because you were running late yes and and it drives him nuts <laughs> because he, he's the type of person that he has to be there. He has to be somewhere like 15 minutes prior to when he's supposed to. Right. Me, I'm like, how much more shit can I cram in before I got to go? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's so funny, too, because he kept apologizing about the mics. And I'm like, oh, God, wait until you guys see my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like it's an app. <laughs> He's uh it's great. That's why you work well together though, because yeah. you're different. Yeah, obviously. yeah. And 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 yeah, we get each other and uh, I know I drive him nuts. So if you if whenever he <laughs> listens to this, sorry Jerry, I know I know I drive you nuts. We love you, Jerry. I try not to every <laughs> single day. Um but uh yeah, you know, it, and it just it just felt like it was meant to happen. And even from the first from the first podcast, you know, it just I see. I'm ever since my my journey of defeating, which will I'll never have completely won the 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 battle, mm-hmm. but I win the fights. You know what I mean? Um, and sure. uh, over time, like there are certain things that I I'm like scared to death of, and it all starts with line limelight. I was never the limelight guy. Um, I never wanted to be in it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be center of attention ever. Um, which is you know precisely throughout my entire career when I was in radio, I was in promotions and marketing radio, never on the radio. Um, you know, I did a little bit, but it, it just didn't, it didn't feel natural for me. So I, I, you know, I was afraid of it. I'm afraid, I was sure. afraid of cameras, uh, video cameras, any, anything that would capture me. I'd like, get me the fuck out of the room right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so ever since, you know, uh, I, I went down the path that I chose to get better, um, and not be so damn anxious all the time. Um, I've been able to sort of take baby steps and challenges and face the fears that I used to be afraid of, which is like, people are like, you know, when people take pictures of you and tag you on Facebook and I would ha- had it all set up so I had to approve it and I could hide it and I had all this stuff because I was so insecure <laughs> about being, you know, my picture being taken and stuff. And all of a sudden I build the site and I've got professional photos and all this stuff and close relatives and friends are like, what the fuck happened to you? And I'm like, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I have evolved and changed, which is the opposite about what everybody tells us uh, growing up. They tell us don't change, you know, and really it's, and you're going to continue to oh, yeah. uh, evolve, I right? I'm sure know. every day, I'm sure since the podcast started, I'm sure like things change all the time for the better, which is great once you start getting comfortable. And I, of course, I relate to that because uh, I've been putting doctors on TV and radio and I've been doing events for 
20 plus years. And of course, so I know how to do it. So to do it for myself, it's, it's, it's easy, mm-hmm. but it's, um, it's never been. So that's why, you know, songwriters, I, I attribute everything to music, like myself, like I grew up singing. So as a little girl, when I'm in front of people singing, you light up my life by, you know, Debbie Boone, which is embarrassing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably too young to even remember who she is. That, um, that gave me my uh, ability to stand up in front of a crowd or do these kind of things, but always the same, always wanting to be in the background because that's just kind of the role you get into, but you have it in you and you know it's um, real and authentic. And my God, listening to Jerry too talk about being the voice on the radio mm-hmm. for so long and being able to make everybody laugh. And that's kind of his um, shield. Mm-hmm. We all have one. Um, I relate to all of that as well. So to completely, it's almost like you're flipping everybody out. Yeah. Because I, I, I heard the the, the interview with um, that dude, I can't remember his name, from The Bone. It was great. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend everybody listens to that. That was the it was Mike, really nice. Michael radio yeah. show. It was really nice to hear him um, cheer for you and compliment you on doing such a great job by putting it out there and recognizing your talent and, um, and helping you. I, I thought it was, you know, it's just, it's just not common, unfortunately. It should be more common. You know, all women today, especially in 2020 and after, you know, hashtag me too and all this, women supporting women. Mm-hmm. Well, really should just be all of us supporting each other. Right. You know, especially if we're doing something that that might help save a life. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And it's just connecting with people. And I have to say that when I was on, you know, the Mike O show with Mike and how far back we go, uh, I'm talking 2004-ish mm-hmm. um, and in all the different levels of life and craziness that we've been through together and in and out of each other's life. Uh, that was a very genuine moment when he was when he was complimenting me and and those things. Oh, you could tell. And it was, you uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this person, Mike, is one. He's just he gives you shit all the time, but it's all in good fun yeah. and 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 sure. it's because we love each other and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, uh, that was a cool moment because that 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 was unlike uh the Mike that I've known. Not that, not that he's a dick or anything, but he's he's always joking and stuff. So that was a that I took that. Uh, very much to heart. Oh, you took it to heart, of course. I mean, you could feel it, especially because I've, I mean, I've been blessed in a sense to get the same feedback after releasing the book because I've always been the boss. So as somebody who's always been the boss in business since I'm in my 20s and now having my own businesses and to allow people to see that what you see today isn't what it was. Right. And the only reason it is the way it is today is because of what it was. But uh, having an opportunity and a platform to do something like you're doing, especially for men, I'm going to keep on saying that because <laughs> it's vital, that um, you're going to help so many people, you and Jerry. And I think it's great. And I hope, of course, when I didn't get my Monday fill, um, because you didn't put an episode on on Monday, I yeah. was like, we took it's a, okay. We took a week we break. Took a break. That's okay. You probably said it and I wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I think it's really great. So I'm going to tell you a story because 
I'm going to just do this on the podcast because that's what I would do, hoping that I won't like cry. But there oh. is a woman. Yeah, no, it's not good. Already it's off to a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about, I hope I won't cry. So there's a woman who um, I want to introduce uh, you and Jerry to, and it's all pretty, um, it's pretty, like you can't deny coincidences. Of course, I don't believe in them. I believe everything is, is happening for a reason. And we're, we're all, if you're listening. Same. Right. If you're listening to the whispers, you will you will be guided and you will just keep doing it. Even if it's scary or, or feels bad, you will just go, I, I know I'm meant to do this, right? I'm sure you can relate. Yes. So I get, um, I release a book and, you know, I've read my book on my podcast. I don't know if I told you guys that, but I read it for free because I didn't want anybody not to be able to have access to it. So... <laughs> I thought, well, you know, nobody's asking me to put it on Audible, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, which is like legit. Um, but I have an opportunity to put it out there to the masses. And it's gotten like, I don't know, like 400 listens. I could probably do a better job promoting everything that I do, but I'm much better at promoting other people, like I said. So I, um, I put it out there and this woman in Norway uh, who you will hopefully meet if the stars align. I released my book on August 11th. That was my 25th sober anniversary. And that was my mom's birthday. It is my mom's birthday. And um, my friend that I didn't know that's in Norway, she went to HCC college, mm -hmm. took some courses here, wants to live here in the worst way. But, you know, because of the wonderful immigration laws, uh, can't do that right now. So she took courses. I let her shadow with me. She's very interested in video and promotions and such. And she goes back to Norway. And on August uh, 10th, the day before, I released the book and my podcast, Her Son Died by Suicide. Oh. Oh. Take a breath, right? Yeah. Take a moment. So she reaches out to me right after I released the book, but she doesn't have the book. She has the podcast because she saw my promotions because she follows me. And she told me that she was listening to it at night to help her go to sleep. Oh man. Ugh. So fast forward to um, in a few weeks, she's coming here and she's gonna be on my podcast. And I told her, I said, you have to meet these two guys. So we're going to make that happen. I don't care. It's well, happening. I'm all about it. Because now, like, this has just happened to her in August. And she's in Norway. Um, she started her own podcast. Uh, and she's talking about her son. And she's writing a book. Because she wants to help people. Because mm -hmm. she saw, like, that's the power of, like, being very unsure, you can imagine, like, especially me being in the medical industry or being a professional or maybe not especially me, like who gives a shit about me? But when you are looked at in a certain way and you, you take that chance and you go, well, I'm going to put it out there because my, even my husband said, he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Because like these doctors can be, you know, very judgmental and not just doctors, but people in general. Absolutely. And, that, and of course, I said, you know, uh, I don't care what anybody thinks if they don't want to work with me because of my past, then they're not meant for my life anyway. Mm -hmm. But there really is like, um, there's not many people that, that take that chance. So I definitely think because it's her son 
And she, she knew like uh, a lot of men are not talking about these issues. Um, and I can say, I have a stepson who's uh, 15 and years ago we were taking him to a psychologist and his biological mother said to my husband, I don't, I don't know if this, I don't think it's a good idea because I'm concerned about him thinking there might be something wrong with him, which of course we know is the complete opposite. Going to get help is the best thing that you can do or mm -hmm. talking to somebody else instead yep. of keeping it in your head. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't mean so to I just laid some shit it. on you. Go ahead. Tell no, me it, so, oh, it's, it's just terrible, you know, just to think about, but it, with men too, the, the stats alone speak volumes. Men are more likely um, to, to take that road. And uh, it's, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, men feeling like they're, they're not supposed to feel this way because they're men. And that's just ignorant, stupid. And I'm not calling anybody out, but I am calling some people out. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> you, you, you need to, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, swallow pride do whatever it is you know if you if you, especially if you have you know spouses partners children god anything and just for yourself uh, just get the help i mean it, it it did like my story alone like i it it, it completely changed my life in 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 so many in so many ways that you know I'm now I'm I'm speaking on microphones and I have these major projects um, lined up uh, that never in a million years I thought I would ever have the courage to do that I'm doing right now um, yeah. and there's there's just more to come and it's all a result of me getting getting help and then and then setting up those challenges for myself and it's just sad sad to hear and and I and you mentioned Chester uh Bennington you know uh earlier uh on this show and you know he uh I talk about him a lot and yeah. there's a song that that Lincoln Park has it's called A Place for My Head um mm -hmm. and it's it's the, every the, I don't get a whole bunch of it but I do get some people are like what is this is this just like a big old like Lincoln Park fan site or something like that I'm like really <laughs> like it drives me nuts but it's just like whatever let that person go um, yeah. it's just, it's just, I, I, ever all of his lyrics and stuff like that, I are super relatable to most of us that are talking about this stuff. And, yeah. um, and he unfortunately died by suicide as well. Um, and you know, I talk about, I, talk, I think I, I talk about suicide a lot, um, on our right. shows because mm -hmm. I, I want, I want it to not be so, you know, taboo and uh, right. uh, something that people don't want to talk about because it really does need mm -hmm. to be talked about. Because if everybody understands it, understands it a little bit more, then then maybe we could all do something about it or help prevent it in in, in just small ways. Because, I, you know, <laughs> I said it the other day: uh, we can't fix ourselves. We're not doctors, and even if we were the doctors, we would still need another doctor to fix us because we can't fix ourselves. And right. the people die by suicide unfortunately the the ignorant people out there that drive me nuts are are calling them selfish and and they're not recognizing depression that being a disease is a, a, a real thing it's a real Thanks, thing. charlie brown by the way sorry yeah, no problem he, he agrees with you yeah no problem and then uh you know it's a uh, it's it, it is very much a disease and the people that yeah. want out i don't i i truly believe they don't want to die 
I truly believe that they just don't want to feel pain anymore. They don't want to be in that moment. And that is Great. hard so to imagine. Let's talk about that. This is fantastic. Okay, so from somebody who knows, who wanted to, I wanted to kill myself. And um, I too, so I mentioned before that I, that Chester, I, I don't listen to Linkin Park. I don't even know any of their music, but I, I'm going to listen to their song when we hang up this call. <laughs> That's number one. I read about him and then I read about somebody right after. There was somebody else, right, that had just, um, that was a celebrity. Yes. Artist. Yeah. Chris, musician. Chris Cornell actually yes. did it first and then um, yes. shortly afterwards, uh, Chester. Right. Yeah. So I'm a big Howard Stern fan mm -hmm. and um, I'm from New York, no judgment. And uh, I couldn't believe um, that this happened so close together and being somebody that's, um, you know, I used to be a wedding singer back in the day and being just loving music so much, it, it, it touched me so much. So I wrote, uh, I used to write for a local magazine as a wellness editor and we did an event because of him dying. Like that's why that happened. I said, we need to do something about prevention, but I wasn't even in the place where I was ready to say suicide mm -hmm. out loud in front of a crowd of people, especially as a host in a very, you know, luxurious, very, a uh, high society type of place <laughs> with all of these uh, doctors sitting on my panel that I was going to be the moderator of. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, it was at that moment um, that I said for the first time that I was sober. I still didn't say anything about suicide. I thought, you know, sober is better <laughs> than saying suicide. Good start. <laughs> it wasn't as scary. Right. But I was, I was dipping my toe and then, uh, and then it was, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. So it was then that I started reading the comments about everybody talking about how selfish it was that I, I mean, I cried, I cried for hours because the only thing that kept me alive was my, my family thinking that I couldn't torture them, but I already felt like I had tortured them enough being alive. Mm -hmm. I already felt like they needed me to be gone to remove the burden. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it's like this spiritual kind of magnitude that I can't even put into words that now 25 years later, getting to talk to you right this second, talking about my friend in Norway who lost her son to like, if he had have had the help, if he could have said what was going on because you know the everybody says the same thing mm -hmm. i had no idea mm -hmm. he had such a great life she had such a great life it threw me off when they said that you know how could somebody like kate spade do that when she has everything nobody in the world knows right mm -hmm. so everybody just makes judgments without knowing anything yep and um and I, and that was like one of the many catapults to if it's a responsibility now, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Sure. Once you start it, you can't, you can't go, it can't, you can't run away from it anymore. No. Even though sometimes I'm sure you've been like, Oh, this is, this is too much. Or I have a family or I have my daughter, uh, but we all need you. People yep. need me. They've told me, um, 
even if we're just these small people here in Tampa Bay, who knows what can happen because to get rid of that ignorance about people thinking it's selfish is so far from the truth of, of how anybody that suffers from depression exactly. or anxiety feels. Exactly. It really is. We're like the most sensitive people in the world. <laughs> no, it, it's so true. It, and like you were just saying, like you felt like everything it was a burden. So, and and then in the other side of that coin is everybody sitting there saying, "He had such a good life. She had such a good life. Yeah. He had everything that he wanted. I mean, he's famous. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, <laughs> you you feeling like you're a burden. Them also feeling like they're a burden. You know, hypothetical. But and they're putting on a show to make you think everything is okay. You know, even with Jerry's, yeah. I'm going to make you laugh. So you don't stare yeah. at me and think something's wrong. Uh, right. You know, all that kind of stuff behind all the goofiness and the, and the laughing and the shows and the acts and stuff. There's something else there that they don't want you to see. So, yeah. you know, there, of course you're going to say he was, he had everything. He was so happy. How, how, how could you, you know, do that and, and be that person uh, because they do everything in their power to make everybody around them know they're all right. I'm cool. Sure. And, and me and me and Jerry joke about it all the time is, is the phrase. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. fine. I'm fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. I'm absolutely okay. I'm absolutely doing great. Hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> right. All good. Was that a real yeah, question? I'm fine. You really want to know how I feel? How my day's going? <laughs> right. You want to sit down? No? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> well, that's exactly why people like us um, and the people that I surround myself with, which is not common for people to understand. Like, I'm a complete introvert. Everybody thinks I don't know what an introvert means. I actually do. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be around a lot of people. I'm by myself right now. I'm happiest. I, I love my husband. I love my son. I love my dog. I love a lot of people. I love my family. But I really love the um, the solace. Uh, that comes from being, you know, uh, thoughtful. And that's why I rode my bike to my office today because, you know, I had a week full of physicians that I have to work with. Like I have to work on my mental wellness every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people just wake up and, uh, you know, they feel great. Yeah. <laughs> like this is fantastic being alive. Oh my God. You know? It's so right? funny to even say it out loud, right? Because you wake yeah. up and immediately for me, at least, you know, I don't wake up and like, oh, mm, I, like the, I'm so happy to be awake right now. I, I immediately start start thinking about all the bullshit I have to deal with for the day and how I'm going to maneuver around it <laughs> and how I'm going to get myself back home to my happy place, <laughs> you know? Right, right. It's so funny. You know, I went to see, this is how different life is today, right? But uh, two weeks ago, I flew to Fort Lauderdale to see Oprah, who's been an idol of mine forever, who who, you know, basically helped me through my depression and suicidal thoughts and, and, and was my first catapult into self-help before um, I got into my 12-step program. I, I was able to see her and Lady Gaga. So Lady Gaga has now opened up about her endless um, mental health issues. Yeah. And she said it in front of 15,000 people. And now, you know, it's kind of spread out all over the place. Um, I thought, this is this is what is needed. It's un, it's so unfortunate that it takes the celebrity of anybody to bring uh, attention. But that is what we need. We need more people that people look up to, 
or or even people that are struggling to mm-hmm. to to just speak up or just communicate even if it's with anybody because you know I remember like it was yesterday being in my bedroom 25 years ago and and my parents asking me if I was okay and I'm saying fine I couldn't even verbalize how I was feeling yeah yeah I I can I I try to relate. I tried to tell people, I mean, our last show, I think uh, I touched on it. I do want to take a deeper dive in it, but I remember the exact moment I decided that I needed to go talk to somebody professional and, and not just go to like a primary care doctor about, you know, things and say, Hey, am I, am I okay? They're like, yeah, you're fine. Fuck. Why? What's going on? (laughs) Like, And that is a great topic. And maybe uh, we can venture into this. I have other thoughts that we won't bore the audience with, (laughs) but um, it's actually the last person anybody should go to. Uh, is a primary care doctor about learn that the anything hard way. that they're feeling right but and it's not to, there's I love primary care doctors but it's just not their specialty no they're one right? to take I mean blood and all that kind of stuff yep mm-hmm. they want to do your wellness checks and 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 it's there's there's so much about the medical industry there's so much about healthcare, and there's so much about therapy itself and um like me ending my week yesterday being able to have a conversation with an alternative psychiatrist that to me is like heaven on earth being able to talk to somebody that believes in other modalities um along with medication it's it's just that you have to he's an addiction specialist Uh too so it's wonderful to to know these things but most people don't know them because they're not in the industry you know lucky me i know how completely um fucked up it can be and 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 here's one more thing i want to bring up before we wrap it up before people are like jesus could this be any longer well it's just uh, you know what sorry <laughs> audience i i we like to fucking talk and we can go do this for hours on end <laughs> right and and it might just help one or two but the um me being a woman and just saying fuck mm-hmm. is a problem you know not to me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, thank God, right? But it really, there's so many different um, stigmas about how people should and shouldn't be. And men have, you guys have your own issues around, I have to man up, or my dad told me, don't be a pussy. I'm pretty sure that's how you phrased it. Yep. Um, and, and taking medication. And women, me saying pussy on uh, the doctor whisperer, that, you know, it's completely inappropriate, um, especially for all my wonderful physicians that will hear me. But you know what? There, There is no time anymore to not be able to speak our minds and to speak freely and to give people an opportunity to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um and I, I know that you guys are, are really doing a great job. I wanted to make sure that I I told you myself how proud I am that you're doing this. I'm like so happy and I'm so glad that we the forces of social media, even you guys did a whole podcast around it that I listened to. <laughs> um, you know, that it, it led us to each other. Um, I think that it's I think it's wonderful because I think that so many people will be helped through what you and Jerry are doing and your blogs, giving people an opportunity to write. And, um, and I can't wait for more. So before 
we wrap it up because mm-hmm. um, there'll be maybe like part twos or part nines or part 20 yeah. just show up at <laughs> your place and bombard your podcast um, what do you want the audience to know <sighs> what do I want the audience to know um, just man don't be afraid of it don't be afraid to, 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 to go get the help. I mean, that's, that's really it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm transparent right now and I'm throwing myself out there and making myself vulnerable and embracing humility for what it is, as, as you know, for what it is in the general. And I try to embrace that very much so throughout all aspects of life, but I'm doing it so that I can connect with people and they can learn and see that, Hey, someone out there is having some fucked up times too. I'm gonna go talk to yeah. that person. Maybe I can yeah. do it. If we can encourage people just to get out of their shell and 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 just speak to one or two people and to get help and just know that it, they're not alone in this weird fucking battle that is life. Uh, yeah, that's what I would like to say. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I appreciate it. And to anybody that might be in the healthcare industry or the medical industry we we need more uh allies that don't have md or do after our names to be able to show people that are just like us that you can do it there's a lot of intimidation or with people going to a therapist or going to a psychologist or a psychiatrist but we have to be able to speak openly about it and people like us and i, I I know I've said this before, if not on your podcast, but on somebody's, you know, being in the medical industry for 20 plus years and being in the audience and listening to a panel of doctors talk about something that I suffered through that I knew was batshit crazy what they were saying. There needs to be an opportunity to merge the two, mm-hmm. to collaborate with people that have real life experience. But that also have, you know, now gotten their shit together. You know, I, I, I say this a lot because I think it's important. I would have never opened my mouth if I wasn't 25 years sober. That's not to say that people need to wait 25 years. Right. But you can't, you can't help anybody else if you're not helping yourself. Mm-hmm. So please don't try to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because, yeah. Right. That, that, could really, that could really fuck a few more people up. Yes. Right, <laughs> it's totally good. Absolutely good. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so, so much um, for joining us today. And I look forward to speaking to you guys next. We'll have to get Jerry in the, um, the on the phone studio. Yeah, absolutely. He, <laughs> yeah, he definitely wants to. Uh, so, Good. well, that'll be maybe that'll be the next round. Maybe that'll be next. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And please, absolutely. You want to go to a place for my head. I'll put all the information in the show notes, you can follow Brandon, like just do what I did and like type his name into Google and see what comes up. That sounds sounds scary, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. It's too late now. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Bye Brandon. All right.